got ice in my veins. Walk like a champion, champion, champion. I'm so cold blooded. I fear nobody. Ain't no letting down. I won't let you down. Cause I got ice in my veins. I talk like a champion, like a champion. I'm so cold blooded. I'm so cold blooded. I fear nobody. I fear nobody. I walk like a champion. What's up, everybody? This is episode 192 of the Saratobi Sports Podcast coming to you live from Zoom today. Not in the uh, friendly confines of regrown recordings, but we are still bringing you all that podcast goodness. Bring you in, as always, your lovable host, Just Stuck in Traffic, Just on his damn phone, Just in Transition, but most importantly, Just a Friend JT. What is up, everybody? And to the right of my screen, a man that needs some introduction, the Guyanese god himself, Dijon Mustard, Celine Dijon, chat DPT, John Mooch, everybody. Basically, we couldn't take a picture with the midget holding these balloons so matt shut the studio down and now here we are so we're sorry we're not we're not able to come to you in the, the velvety quality that normally blesses your eardrums but you know we're, we're doing our best out here well put well put and to my far right of the screen a man that needs no introduction he walks with the cane not because he has to but because he needs to the reformed deacon the reformed bishop mr worldwide west Mr. Pastor Wilson. Yes, Ooh. sir. Um, but yeah. In my head, it was everybody? Charlie Wilson. No, 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 no. Pastor Wilson. But yes, how's it going, everybody? What's going on? What's going on? Oh, my goodness. That is hilarious. Wait, hold on a second. What's the name of your that? church? Huh? What's the, what's the name of your church? <laughs> How's the name of the church? Nah, I'm, I'm, still, I'm still trying to find a home. But I thought when I found one, you just preach it online. You preach it on the street corner. I'm preaching. I'm preaching everywhere. I'm preaching from my bedroom. I'm preaching. I'm doing house calls. Yeah, you are. (laughs) Well, we don't got any sports for you guys this week. Check it next week when we have our big football show preview. Everything like that. You need to know to go into the NFL season. But what we do have for you is probably your favorite anime segment anime book club where we are talking jobless reincarnation episode 16 through 18 fellas i'm not gonna lie not episode 16 but episode 17 18 shed some thug tears not gonna lie not ashamed to say it but um yeah we're gonna get into that but what what are you bro it was it was what was you guys' first thoughts on uh episode 16 where we have now we're out of we're out of the uh beast kingdom we've left the jungle we're back in civilization in the capital city of uh was it Michelin? Yeah, Michelin, Chilion. Michelin tires. Yeah, Chilion. fun fact: so now- the Michelin stars are actually from the Michelin tires. They decided really? to do they decided to do a system of rating restaurants to get people to drive more, so they would need to buy tires more often. Wow, Whoa. that's crazy. That's that's crazy. Mm-hmm. Fun fact: There you go. Look at that. That's a really that's a really good fun fact. Wow, I'm gonna use that for work tomorrow. That's a, that's a good one. Thank you, John. <laughs> no problem, man. I'm a yeah. treasure trove of random information. There you go. Nice. There you go. All right. That's why yes. I'm great at trivia. The group is uh, we're now in Michelin, and uh, I thought off the bat, I thought that was great when Eris was like, "Yo, Geese, you gonna teach me how to cook?" <laughs> he's like, "Yo, why you keep pressing me to cook? Like, relax." And she's like, "No reason." <laughs> My nigga Rudis, oh, is she trying to be domesticated? She's trying to be a good wife. Bro. <laughs> I was we not losing recipes. So early. <laughs> I was upset too. 
I wasn't expecting like, it. He was just like, all right, I'm out. I was like, the journey just started, bro. What do you mean? Like, you just got here, bro. Relax. Take your shoes off. Chill a little bit. But, um, That place was mad nice. And <laughs> the whole first main sequence where he's like, all ah, right. You know, we said, uh, one, the plan to clear the super's name, I think, was a good plan. I thought so, too. Like with the figures and everything, especially where we know how superstitious of a culture it is and along with the magic and everything else, like it, it fits, right? Um, but shout out to Shimonetta out here. Yeah, <laughs> I had that in my notes too, little Shimonetta reference. When the man is out here, he just, you know, he's trying to write a letter to his to, to Paul. And then he was actually saying folks. it was Roger, uh, Roger's name was Val. <laughs> Nah, I'm not gonna lie. That's a freaky ass dude. So basically, he set up the scene. He thinks he sees a kid getting taken, and one of the rules, two of the rules, basically for the group is, yo, protect kids at all costs. So he's out here, jumps through the, through, through the little wall of the. They know the, the church. Children of the future. Shit. Yep. And uh, one, he exposed. First of all, him exposing himself in his hiding spot. He was like, wait a second, this cloth feels familiar. <laughs> two holes. Like, why? Why is it comforting? <laughs> And he said, oh, it's panties. Like, nigga, what? <laughs> Out loud when he said I was like, it's not that ass, bro. Bro, pulled up on the Shimonetta type shit. It Boom. was him going, this is him going, what kind of coward sets a trap like this? Like, it wasn't just a chunk of clothes. <laughs> nah, son, this nigga's really hilarious. But nah, that's this. I thought old girl Elise, whatever her name, Elise, was on some freak bullshit. Bro. Man did the she is, but like bro really did the whole sniff and licked it. (laughs) (laughs) The lick was crazy, bro. Nah, that was look, man. I get it. I understand, you know. They be doing the sniffing and mad shit, but rarely, rarely do you see a lick. Like not even like he was just like He's not. He was he like, oh, you, 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 you got to think this is a 32 year old in the, in uh, in a freaking 11 year old body. So he he's like 35, dog. He was 35 when he died. He's like, bro, shit. He's like, he, he's in 40s now. That, nah, bro, he, he got to be in his 50s, nah. right? No, no, no. Because he's 12. Nah, he's 13. Oh, he's 13. Oh, he's 13, 13, okay. 13. No, he's 11. He's 11. He's 11. I just, 11. I just said that. Yes, he's 11. But it, whatever. He was like 32, 34 when he died. Whatever. One of those odd Yeah. You know what I'm saying he got that he got those levels of horniness in his body, bro. Okay. He's more horny than your average eleven year old. Mm. In his defense, though, I mean, old girl did bust in there basically wearing like nothing. Like so how was that? Though? She wore the typical. This is an RPG game armor, and you're a woman. And that is. Like, this has this has a thousand defense. <laughs> like, can't be comfortable. Sure can't this? be comfortable to fight it. There's you no sure way. About this? No way fighting in a, sure in, a, in, a, in a butt floss is, is comfortable. That's ridiculous. <laughs> now, whenever they make those, uh, whenever they make those jokes where it's like people with their female characters, like, oh, I just beat the game. This is the strongest armor in the game, and it's like, this doesn't cover anything. But <laughs> all right, I guess. Uh, this was so nice yeah. though. She was nice with the sword. Not, yeah, not nice enough apparently, because they had to call in reinforcements to lead her, and then oh boy, guess Did who the leader was. Yes. I, I, had a, I had a feeling. Once they had his face concealed, I was kind of like, oh, bro, mm-hmm. it could only be one, one person. Once he said, oh, this guy looks familiar. Mm-hmm. I was like, oh, yeah. It was like, and then and then you hear him go, oh, he fights like him. Yep. <laughs> oh, like, literally in my notes, I'm like, is that Paul? 
And then I was like, yo. Yeah, I put in mine in all, all caps. It's Paul. <laughs> like, yo, the... That scene where they're speaking, bro, that shit was crazy. Which one? In the... When they get to the bar? In the... In, when they first one. Where, like, oh. they get to the fight and everything. Oh. Mm-hmm. Both of them. But, like, that one... Yeah, so... so you're talking about in the in the in the bar then, because that was where they both was where, where Paul was starting to mix him first, and then and mm-hmm. then Rudy's had to get him right back. Yeah, so back at the bar, bro. Like that whole thing of just the I was just like, damn, this is all just a big lack of communication. But yeah, like uh, the, the sad the saddest part right there is when uh, uh, when his sister came up, and they didn't mm-hmm. even the sister didn't even realize that that was his, that was her brother, and she's like, mm-hmm. yo, stop bullying my pops. I'm like, damn, how sad. How sad is yeah. this? Well, was crazy bullshit, though. You can, you can you can see though that like yo Rudy really might have surpassed his pops, bro. Like in terms of not obviously not the swordsmanship, but like when you include the demon eye and then the the le- the level of magic that he has, oh it's different. So I feel you, except for the fact that Rudy's weakness is still hand to hand combat because he's limited by him being a child. Which I do think yeah. that it's oh, cool yeah, yeah, yeah. that this is one of the few shows that still leans on that. Like, I've heard, like, in martial arts and stuff, people are like, I hate that they give black belts to kids because at the end of the day, there's still a point where you will just be physically overpowered because you're not fully developed. Um, so to me, it's like one of those things where even though he had the eye, like, Paul still cut the mask off of him and was still like that physical step ahead because it was such close quarters, right? So, and now imagine if Paul wasn't yeah. drunk. This is true. Paul was Paul was drinking himself his himself in there, but I feel like Rudy's kind of hand, handled him pretty light though. Yeah, no, nah, he he did like he did like a little like a little too light light like he didn't really do much. Because <laughs> yeah. if Rudy was actually t- if, if Rudy actually took that shit serious, then I don't know. Yeah, but at the same but, time, if Paul took that, it's they're in an enclosed space. If they were in a bigger space where he had range, I feel you. But Rudy too though. Rudy got, but but, nah. but Rudy got range. Rudy got more range. No, than I'm Paul talking about United. range having. I'm talking about Rudy needs the range. Oh, Rudy, Rudy having. Yeah. Range. Okay, fine. Rudy needs the range. Paul in close quarters where you're forcing it to be an up close fight. Like he's just physically too fast. Like yeah. it's the same way how when um Rudy tried to fight Rudyard, it was over for him. Like. True. But yeah, that, that, but, you know, that episode 16, you get the PTSD coming back a little bit. And I was sitting here, I was like, I can see why Paul's upset. But at the same time, bro, he, he can't hold that shit against him. Like, he's still 11. Like, he's he, he didn't know, you know what I mean? He had yeah. his priority. Yeah, that, that's, what was, that's what I was kind of getting sick. And I'm like, yo, bro, like, first of all, you don't even know if your kid was alive or not. Mm-hmm. But now you're mad that he basically survived. Like, dog, like, he was in demon. Like, he was by himself. With, bro, he you know, made a point. Where he was like the way he told the story. He was like, "You just sound like you was having a good old time." And he was like, "Well, that was because how I, I told the mm-hmm. story." Yeah, like, like, why would I tell you about all the bullshit I went through? Like, I'm not trying to like, like have you worried about like, oh wow, damn, my son really went through a tough time. Like, I want you to know, like, I can handle shit. But yeah, not to not to jump too much ahead, but chronologically speaking, since it's happening, it was a the conversation that Geese and um and um Paul and paul was having that was like very that was very insightful yeah. basically like he was just he was just mad at him thinking that he was goofing off but he homie but geese really had to tell him like yo he was working this whole time like he was getting drunk he was getting better he was holding it down protecting villages and stuff like 
he wasn't just goofing off. He didn't have it as easy as you thought it did. He, he wasn't just out here fucking is. around like you did on your adventures. Right, exactly. Like he was literally and physically. He held, he held, he held them accountable for it. You know what I'm saying? He he basically asked them and he kept it a stack. And I like that. Like the question: Do you think you could have held this down at 11 years old? You mm-hmm. think you could do what he was doing at 11 years old? Nah. So you basically just gotta give the little niggas some grace. Yeah, my side used to the voice of reason, but like finishing up with episode 16, um, it was just another moment of just seeing the growth from Eris. You know, where like. She was like, yo, I'm going to fuck him up. And then Rudyard's like, nah, if, if he's upset, go comfort him. Don't waste time, like, you know, doing the other shit. And um, her trying to figure it out, like, her be like, damn, I don't know how to do this. But then still end up doing it and be like, I'm sorry if I'm bad at it. And it just made me think, like, you know, sort of with the foil thing of just, okay, maybe this is similar to, like, when Roxy, like, she was on the horse with Roxy getting outside of the village. Right? I think it was Roxy. It was just Roxy was mom. But when he was like, he wouldn't leave the house, I mean. Right, and oh, yeah, he had someone to support him yeah. to leave the house. So I'm thinking that like, oh, he's getting PTSD again. But it's like, damn, maybe if he had someone to support him in the same way when he was a kid, or like now, you know, even though Eris isn't the best at doing it, she's still giving him support to a level that maybe it's like, all right, the PTSD won't be as crazy. Yeah, true. but yeah, that was pretty much the end of episode 16, and then 17 episode reunion where we get Paul's side of it and everything, man. But, like, I was sitting here, I'm like, damn, Paul never looked like this before. Like, my son's been going through it. Ross. Yeah, he really, he really, he really has been going through it. And honestly, I feel like it, it's just crazy that the show just didn't tell us until until then that, like, the family was gone. Because I, I kind of no, felt, I kind of felt Paul. No, we knew they were gone. When, no, 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 no. Like, I'm talking about everybody. Like, including yeah. Paul and, and, all, and all of them. Including who? Like, not just, not just, what did they tell us? On the message might have been that one of the openings if you skipped over. When Roxy pulled up on on the village, she saw the bulletin board and she saw the yeah. message from Paul. That was in the that was in the opening. Yeah. No, that was like a few episodes uh, ago. Yeah, that was a few episodes ago though. I thought that was in the wait. So if it was in the opening, then I definitely missed it. Yikes! Okay. Nah. Wow. So that's so that's so that's something major that I missed then. <laughs> yeah, I guess. Damn, that's, so, that's, yeah. Why, that's, very, so, that's very major. Okay, so now I'm like thinking about it from like okay, okay. Yeah. That's why and that's why Paul was that's why Paul was so upset. That makes sense. Upset about like the oh, how did you, you how did you go through Zansport but not see the message? Because Especially Roxy also went through Zansport, yeah, and hey, saw listen, the message. How could you go through Jobless incar- reincarnation and skip the intro? Listen, it happens to the best of us, bro. I did <laughs> like I will say the one thing he made was like when they say everyone's gone and he went Sophie's gone too. Like not asking about your mom or your siblings or Lily is kind of OD. Yeah, <laughs> that like, low that key, low key, he, Paul had a point there. That's his. Paul had a point there. That's his best friend, but that's no, his main. This is, your, this is your mom and your sibling and Lilia, who's always held it down for you. Yeah, you could always get new siblings. Word to Paul, but uh... <laughs> he tried, bro. <laughs> he said it. He said he said he was trying, but. No, nah, I mean, I look, again, like, but I think it just goes to the, to the eleven-year-old person, like, yeah, all right, you find out that your hometown is destroyed. Your first thought is, oh, my only friend from that village is Sophie. Oh shit! Like, what happened to know, Sophie? Bro. I don't know. At eleven, I feel like I'm asking about my siblings. See, I, I get I, it. I don't know, but uh, but I get uh, it. But like, how much of a how much of a relationship did he pull? Now would you now where where you had at? Then he definitely should have been asking for his family. <laughs> 
I get it. I get it though, because like he that was his the, his biggest relationships once he left the town was who Roxy, his teacher, and Sophie, his best friend. The girls, his siblings, were still babies and toddlers, so it's not like yes, he could have developed Lilia, that though. relationship. But Lilia and his mom. Eh. Yeah. Bro, yeah. he saved Shorty. He saved Shorty's life. She was getting ready to send him his most prized treasure. She kept it for safekeeping. Man. But uh, yeah, episode seventeen, man. That like, you know, we get more. We get we learn more about Geese, right? Where he has that conversation with Paul that you were talking about. That was my. Who would have thought, bro? Geese is the voice of reason, man. He's, he's, he's been a real one. I low key understood like what Paul was kind of saying though, like in his rebuttal. Like, I mean, it was still fuck all this, like both these episodes, but at the same time, he was like, all right, well, like, if you're telling me Rudy surviving the demon continent and whatever is so great, then I'm expecting greatness out of him. Mm-hmm. Like, if he's that good, all right, then fine. I should have these high expectations for him. Like, I knew this kid was special at five years old when he was casting all this magic shit like when adults and mages can't do it so like i got that from paul but also at the same time it's like what geese was saying like yo he's still 11 years old like he's not gonna have the wherewithal to be like oh i gotta go find everybody and i still have to you know defend eris and i gotta handle this superb like is you're throwing a lot of the stuff on an 11 year old's plate i think geese the best point he made and it was towards the end where he was just like would you have rather him come back with like dead eyes and like missing limbs? Like, would you rather him lose what made him so great? Big like, bars. He Big was bars. like, you could still be upset about comparative him. analysis. Yeah, but he's like, you could still be upset about him for the other things because yeah, we can sit here and go, damn, you never wondered if this shit happened to anyone else or like seen any of the bigger things. But he was like, but at the same time, you should have still just celebrated him being back. And then that led to the freaking that next combo, bro. The one where they're in the inn and fucking, like, when he looks, when he goes, yo, it's okay, I don't know what happened between you, but, like, look him in the eye. Like, oh, the bar, when the bartender said that? Yeah, oh, the, bro. Oh, when the bartender came? Yeah, nah, that was, that, that, that was some real shit, because he seen something about to break the, all the way down. Bro, that? That's what I, that, that's what I was flashback. like, man, they, they playing this shit to, to play your heartstrings, bro. That shit was OD, man. And, and it made me think. I'm like, this is where I started to see it more in episode 18, sort of leaned into it as well, where it's like, it feels like every person that he meets, every other character is a foil for his past self. Like him talking about, I know this expression, but from a long time ago. And it was from when he was looking in the mirror after like getting into an argument with his only friend, basically being in Paul's situation. Like that was deep. And it was just like, then it just made me think of like when he was, you know, dropping the gems to Eris, talking about like, you know, like you're you don't want to try, or you're thinking these things don't matter now, but you're gonna go back and wish you did them, right? You're gonna wish that you when they were doing the dance training, he's like, you're gonna wish that you did it to be good at it, so that like, you know, you don't embarrass your family or embarrass yourself or whatever it may be. Like you may not care now, but like those things are gonna be important for you when you get older. So like, that's Eris being a foil. Now we get Paul being a foil, like. We already know this the similarity to Ruger that they had before, right? So it's like every character he's meeting has a, a level of foil to him or is going through. And then, in, like, I don't want to lean into episode 18 right away, but like episode 18, we see how Roxy is his foil, right? So it, it's kind of crazy, but like, hey man, they squashed it. Shout out to the growth from Eris as well. 
Um, yeah. I, I like how Rudy Rudy kind of broke that down to her. Basically, mm-hmm. just like acknowledging the fact that we're all human. We all make mistakes and it's okay to make mistakes. Mm-hmm. As long as you figure it out for the greater good, the more you know. Yeah, and that's why like um, what you're saying about like Paul did make good points, but you always got to remember that he's still 11 and whatnot. But like it just shows like Paul is not the I do everything right all the time father figure that's typical. Well, there there's not a lot of father figures in anime to be fair that are actual fathers. Yo, like the father. Yo, usually the father figures. Isn't that crazy that dude he they actually, met? <laughs> that's that's actually wild that he really is the, uh, the, the father figure kind. I mean, he is his father figure. He's technically absent, but yeah, wow, damn, that's crazy. Look at that. Actually, he wasn't absent. He was always at the crib. Well, I mean, at this point in his life, he's yeah, but then he set Rudy off and just like, yeah, my nigga, you got five years to figure it out. I'll see you when I see you. So, hey, I mean, he's not really hey, a part. Rudy he's asked not a part for a job. I, but Rudy, Rudy, Rudy did ask for that. Rudy did ask for that. Well, yes, he did, he hey, did Paul, ask for the job. Paul, that was a good parenting choice by Paul because Sophie would have never developed and Rudy would have never gone beyond the village and reached his potential. It's true. But for the most part, for mo- the most part of our story, Paul's been there for the early development, but I can see that he's not about to be there really much like after. I mean, he's there for the other kids. That's fair. But he is there for the other kids. This is true. This is true. He's not an absentee father. Yeah. He's not an absentee father. No. And you got to remember, too, he's only 30. Yeah, he said that he was talking about the mistake. Yo, like, yeah, bro, he's 30. When they, when, they said, when they said that, I was like, damn, I was doing the math in my head like, damn, he had his first when he was 19. Might have been his first, you know, because he could have, you know, just yeah, shot at me running around. Yeah, because you know how Paul gets. Facts. Yalis. Um, but yeah, man, like it, it's every character is that foil. And um, Eris also showing the growth where like he's like, listen, man, like your family might not be there anymore. Like the town might not be there anymore. And she was like, I've already accepted that. And like it's something that I expected. And to me, that just showed the difference in like someone who grew up in this world versus someone who got put in the world. Because it's the same thing we saw the first time like he witnessed death up close. And it's just like, nah, like these people like death is all around them. Right, like this is a normal thing. Like when Ghislaine killed the people around him, like and just like that shit is regular. Like this is the world that they live in. Death is a part of everything. Like people get killed all the time. Like so, again, like you, were you guys expecting Eris to react like that? I I still think she's not gonna like you know when she finds out about her grandpa, she's gonna be distraught. But like, just the fact that she was like, listen, like we're adventurers now. Like this happened. Like that was something that I thought about. It was just something that I knew that like wouldn't help us essentially like a stressing over that is going to do anything yeah i i wasn't surprised at the reaction because she kind of meets everything with almost the same emotion which is almost like anger mm. or just like but not she was angry, angry about but this. like no no i know it's like she doesn't she doesn't mean anything with sadness like i can't remember the last time she was like legitimately sad like I mean, yeah, she was a little bit down, like, with the whole, like, leaving the, the, the Beast Village, you know, when, uh, you know, she was beefing with, with her friend. But, like, other than that, like, there's never really a point. It just seems like she just rolls with the punches and she's able to do it. But that's just been her personality, like, ever since we've met her. And even, and even like... I don't know about rolling with like, the punches, but I get what you're saying. Nah, definitely roll with the punches, because even think about what, what she said at the end of episode 17, like, right before they about to, you know, figure it out and, and, and dip, like... Basically, like, Rudy's explaining to her, like, yo, like, you know, this is going to be a long, long journey. Like, you might not ever see your parents again type shit. Like, we don't know where the niggas is at. She's just like, yeah, I already was kind of prepared for that. So, I don't know. I think she got some, you know, she got a little dog in her. But she no, that's what I'm do. saying. I think now she does. Yeah. Like, it, to me, it's showing yeah. the growth. 
Because I think, yeah. like, the heiress, especially that person that definitely wouldn't have done that. Um, yeah. And even later on, like, I think, you know, it's, I'm glad that they gave us the couple little bits of showing her growth, like, from the comforting him when he was upset to this part of it as well. Um, also, I think Geese is going to be the one to find everyone. And it feels like that's his role here. Like, he's just going to happen to stumble across everyone and, like, do something to try to reunite them in some way. Like, that's why when Geese is off again, and then Paul is just like, wait, you're, he was like, yeah, no one's checked there yet. And then it's like, okay, like, I feel like that's going to be his role. Like, he's the voice of reason, and he's also going to be the person to find. Yo, don't be surprised if Geese is, uh, I'm, I'm going to say here first, don't, don't be surprised if Geese is the man-god in human form. Ooh, that is a take. That is a take. Yeah, that's a very hot take. Like, damn. Okay. Hear me out. Like, you gotta think on a lot of mythology things, usually the gods at some point they come down to Earth or something. I mean, Zeus was out here fucking people as animals. Yeah, that's that's kind of nasty. Coincidentally, I think he had sex with someone while as a swan. So, he did. Wow. wow. Oh, look at J- John is big braining the E Galaxy brain in this shit. Yeah, John. John. <laughs> Yeah, John. Yeah, John. Freaking. All right, right episode uh, eighteen. Eighteen. We're back in a boat. I told journeys. y'all. I told y'all. We're back on boats. Fact, I just want to tell you that. I, I I feel like yo, if, if healing magic existed in this world today, like I feel like everybody would use it for every slight and minor inconvenience. Oh, absolutely. Like, I would. Like, <laughs> like granted, Eris was was fucked up from being so damn seasick on that boat, but she was like, yo, like why are y'all still talking? Heal me now, like. Bro, she was like, she was like, you're gonna talk about food at the right time. <laughs> she was so upset. Uh, Rija was like, I don't know why y'all sick. Fuck wrong Bro, with I was y'all. surprised Rudy was sick, not for nothing. But like then again, this this journey was a lot rougher than the first one. The first one, yeah, but it's still rough. just a boat. But it was, I thought it was still like rough sea. I thought it was, they were in a storm in the first on the boat, first boat too. I don't know, but like I, I feel like it had to be rougher if Rudy got sick as well because he wasn't sick on the first one. But, like, yo, you talk about minor inconveniences, bro. How quickly people who are lactose intolerant would use that shit, bro? Oh, bro, forget about it. What? What? I, bro, I'm never having a hangover. What are you talking about? <laughs> bro, I'm just going to keep drinking alcohol poisoning. What? Hell no. Bro, ginger ale would go out of business. <laughs> That'd be bad. <laughs> ginger ale. Ginger oh, ale and lactate. No more and, and allergy pills. Damn, and Tylenols. Yo, the the medical industry gone. Immigrant Good. parents won't, won't uh no longer will tell their kids to be doctors. That's a fact. They'll they'll yeah they'll find somewhere else to funnel their funds. Engineers. I don't even know. Yeah. Doctor, lawyer, engineer, city job. That's the hierarchy. Unless you're Mexican, because remember, according to Ruben, it's as long as you don't work outside. <laughs> that's a deep cut those are for the loyal that's for the loyal listeners oh man oh boy all right getting back to the episodes we now we we, we were roxy she's in the mm-hmm. pub we find out that bojack horseman used to be her old running mate that was kind of funny i'm like nah this can't be the same horse i know it ain't who i think it is <laughs> that definitely it definitely was who we thought it was. My son got scared straight, though. Yup. He was like, Wait, yeah, I got like, burned two like, years nah. ago. <laughs> and I ain't, I ain't done doing nothing since. Yeah, that was so deep, bro. 
But they uh, had a good heart to heart too, though. Yeah, bro. The, the one talking about the maturity now, and he's like, "Yeah, bro, you used to always just want people to think of you as being older." And you know, it's crazy when you reunite with that one person. It's like, "Damn, bro, I haven't seen you since since we were small." Type shit. But hey, man, like, I I love this episode because we finally got some more backstory on Roxy. And then again, like another, this is Roxy's foil in the, she was the outcast in her village and wanted to run away considering, you know, Rudy's past where it was like, he didn't run away. He just stayed away from everyone. But like yep. them, her also having PTSD. Yeah. But then we learned why, because the whole, mm-hmm. she don't, she can't do telepathy. And you know what? Was it I was in- for me to think that she got like dropped as a kid or something? No, she's born with a deficiency. But we it's don't know. Tough. I feel like we would have seen, like, maybe, like, it was the whole... Hey, man, the mom was was like, this is my fault. But I feel like every parent thinks that, right? Like, if something's not right with their kids, or they're not, like, normal kids, like, oh, I could have done something. But, like, she could just... It's just something. I always... I I didn't think it was... I mean, I get it, like, that's their main form of communication. But, like, they speak with their mouths. So, like, why was it so... Why would it have been so hard to just say, like, hey, this girl, almost like somebody that's, like, deaf. Like, oh, this person doesn't speak telepathy just speak with your mouth which they all are capable of doing which we've seen but they only speak to other people that's why like it made sense later when she was just like oh it's still as eerily quiet as i remember it and it's like of course it's going to be quiet when no one in the village needs to speak out loud and i was like oh that makes sense but um i mean it's literally something they only need to do outsiders so if they know outsiders in the village they're not like the kids aren't going to think about it. If you're a kid who's never interacted with anyone outside the village, you've never spoke out loud before. But I think oh, the yeah, worst no. part is it's like painful for her. The um, the them trying to talk telepathy, yeah, to telepathically to her, yeah. It's just like it's like almost like strobe lights and like a loud noise. Yeah. It's like when they when they see light. like someone getting hit by like a flashbang or near an explosion, you know, like the ears ringing. Like, that type of shit. But, like, that's why I was just confused, too, because it's like, all right, so she walks through the town, and she sees the the little kids playing, right? And the little kid scrapes his knee, and she does the healing magic. And they're like, oh, thank you, but, like, doing it telepathically. Could she not just, like, say something? Yo, she absolutely. Like, that's what I'm saying. It was almost self-inflicted, where she could have just been like, I can't. The telepathy like, don't work. <laughs> like, like, sorry, guys. Like, I'm allowed. part of the village. My parents live over there on, like, 123 Fox Lane. But I just can't. I can't do it. I'm sorry. You just make him an excuse. That shit along with him, like it was gonna help. Like, hey, I lost my telepathy in battle. I don't know. Like, she, I don't well, know. Make up something. PTSD again, right? Like, she literally just when the adults came, she just ran away. Like, yeah. On with the wind. But like yeah, to what you're saying, the self-inflicted thing. Like, it kind of feels like in what we learn, like when we're talking with her parents, it almost just and seeing more of her flashbacks, it just feels like she broke herself off from the village. Mm-hmm. Before they were able to do it. Not to say that they would have. But it's like yeah. she didn't allow them to accept her not being a telepath. She just instant, instinctively thought, oh, I can't do it. So they must not want me here. Mm-hmm. And I, so. I think part of it, too, was like she was just so confused as a kid. Or she's like, why won't anyone talk to me? And it's like because no one's ever had to talk to another person of the same race before. You know? Yeah. So it's like it's rough. But that's what makes you wonder at what age did she leave the village? Like, she's a young. really young kid. And at the same time, since they age so differently, we don't know. She could have just looked mad small. And, like, in reality, been, like, 50. Because she's 44. Because she's, like, 40-something now. Like, 44, Yeah, she's, 40, she's 44 now. 
Yeah, damn. I'm gonna say I, f- I would think I would think definitely more than twenty, 20 plus years. years. Yeah. yeah, easily twenty plus years. Yeah, I'm gonna say as a teenager. But I would think if she's a king level mate, she probably started training as a kid. So like, yeah, around that time, around yeah. around the typical you know shonen age. Yeah, so like thirteen to fifteen. Yeah. And has her journeys and stuff like that, and she ends up teaching mm-hmm. Rudy. Which yeah. I thought was great when they she was like, yeah, we had some people come through here uh, like two mm-hmm. years ago. This little nigga and uh, his super friend. I think his name, what was his name? You know, uh, mm-hmm. Rudy. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Bro, that's <laughs> not funny. What? Because that's my dad, bro. My dad just be like, I saw your friend. Which one? <laughs> uh, you know, not the best part is my dad still yeah, which, red. Which which one so is if crazy. it's any of my friends that was light skinned, my dad will be like the red boy, and I was like, it doesn't, that doesn't help. Me, <laughs> <laughs> you're not, you're not helping the situation here. Oh, that's mad funny. Nah, that's cool though. And then you see at the end that the mom was like, yeah, if you ever come back, bring Rudy too. Mm-hmm. There's a little flashback to when Rudis was like, hey, do you mind if I call you stepdad? <laughs> that shit was so. <laughs> <laughs> nah, her dad finally get like putting the pieces yeah. together. Like slowly, like <laughs> oh hell no, no, I think can't come back here. No. Hell no. I think the other thing, um, with like speaking of the parents, was like you would think maybe it's we can sit here and say they didn't spend enough time with her as a kid, so they didn't have the opportunity to think of it, you know, as she got older. But, like you would think that the parents wouldn't communicate like that around her. Right? Just so that she didn't like she wouldn't feel included. It's like if you got a roommate that speaks another language and their friend is over and they speak in another language around you, you're gonna feel mad weird. Yeah. No, I, so I get like, what you're you saying. You would think that as as her parents who know what she goes through, be like when they're talking to each other, they wouldn't do it. Cause that was what made her want to turn around and leave. Cause like she was like, Oh, they seem happy, but like they're still talking telepathically when I'm right here. My like, only it's like thought... making her feel as that other even in her own home. My only thought with that is that she's been gone for so long that they just got back to what they've naturally been doing in life. Oh, like, course. I'm pretty sure she's probably been she's probably been gone longer than she was a kid Fair. in the village. Mm-hmm. So they just got back to normal life, which is just them doing telepathy. So yeah, they probably weren't even. About re- it. Yeah, it was just like, oh, and they were probably saying like, oh, my God, it's great that Roxy's home. Like, I think it's so, amazing. Too. Like, this is great. Our daughter's back. And then she's like, damn, they really talking about me. I'm about I mean, another part again. of that, too, is they I'm, might not I'm, even really... understood why she left. What are you saying? You don't understand, or they're she, trying to... their parents might not, you know, oh, like watching yeah. us at that time. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. But that was like, you know, you really like to see the realization and like when they all broke down and like had that. Oh man, we're actually happy to be here type thing. Man, love to see it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, ab- absolutely. I also, I was gonna say like, um, one Miles, are you are you back on board with the show? Uh... I'm like I'm like I'm like fifty fifty. I feel and like these J- past couple episodes we I like like the like I've got what I need to get get out of them. Hmm. I, I I think the specifics is just kind of like eh, okay it's kind of like all right what's what's happening next like this definitely gave us context for Roxy because like we kind of you know we saw the family earlier on in the show with with Rudius so we kind of needed that interaction especially once you figured out but I'm like. All right, like I'm, I'm kind of over the whole family shit. Like, all right, we cry together. All right, let's get on with the show. That's all it was. That's episode 18, he's still got the attention span yep. for. 
This is like a very me nah, type of. Nah, Miles, Miles going at it like how I be going at shows. But <laughs> uh, this is I was very, gonna this say is very, it's this is like very it's very plot heavy, but it's just very like it, it's consistently it's plot heavy. That, like that fits your style. Yeah, like I, I get, I guess, and I it just, is a slower I show. Like, like, I, like, 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 it's, like, it's not like it's a normal yeah, show like, that you're complaining about. It is a slow nah, show. Nah, nah. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah. This by shit. all means. That's what I'm saying, like, because I was about to, like, based off, like, the first, like, six episodes, I was about to recommend it to people, but, like, now, it's not that I wouldn't recommend it to people. I gotta see, like, where it you gets. You gotta be selective to, like, of who you recommend it to. Yeah, this is not, like, one for, this is not one for the masses. This is one mm-hmm. for, like, all right, you know what, if y'all like a good a good story, because I think that's what it does. It tells your your friends who enjoy cinematography, that's who it's for. Yeah, 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 yeah. This is, like, a, this is a pretty deep East guy. Mind you, episode 16, yeah. I was sitting here, I was like, this is the episode Justin was waiting on after complaining the other time about it not being <laughs> like good enough. Yeah, Man, I was. I was, hey, it was, it was good. It was enough fan service to go around. I did thought, like, going back to uh, episode 16, I did think it was funny when Rudy was going at going at Paul and he was like, like, you talking about me forgetting mom? What about Yo, you? Like, crazy. you? Like, you out here with, uh, you know, you out here <laughs> with this, this, this girl out here dressed scantily. Like what you 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 definitely forgetting about mom and Lilia? Like don't 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 talk to definitely, me. Definitely. <laughs> he was like he was like I definitely. know you're fucking. Basically, she calling him leader, but we all know what that means. Mm. <laughs> yeah. But uh, my other thing was uh, yes. What if what if when they're speaking uh telepathically, it's just Morse code? Like <laughs> what if? <laughs> What if Roxy just had to learn Morse code and she would be able to understand? <laughs> like, that's such a silly concept, but I would be funny, though. Nah, I, don't even, I don't even know. Like, I like the way that they try to, like, visualize, like, the, mm. the telepathic communication, like, with, the, like, those little stars mm-hmm. and shit. I was like, all right, this is kind of cool. I kind of get the get the visual of it. Mm-hmm. But, uh, but, no, like, man. Do they, do they write things down? Like, I, I feel like, honestly, this is a very avoidable situation. Like, she can easily navigate just being in the village bro just gotta... she was just... but yeah, it's not, yeah, but it's not her. her it's everybody else everybody else is just like oh you're a te- you can't tell uh a telecommunicator telepath no yeah no. they don't know what to do no like, i don't think that's just, it no. they're, they're it not and there's no animosity with them they yeah, just they're, they're just, just like, like they're no just beef. there's no beef they're just like it's no beef like, no she's beef. just standing there like like if you see a blind person and you go how many fingers am i holding up they're gonna sit here and go or if you don't know okay. they're blind. Okay. If you see someone. Okay. No, if a deaf person is better. If you there see someone yes. and you start talking to them. And okay. they're just looking at you. And you're just like, what the fuck is going on? And they don't go, I'm deaf, I'm deaf. in some capacity. <laughs> like, in some capacity. Like, they don't they do not do, like, one of these. Like, they said what they are you going to do? You're not going to change the way I was about to do some foul shit. But I'm not going to do it, though. Oh, I'm a better man these days. Yes. Miles is out here trying to get us off out the paint in all fronts. <laughs> nah, okay. um, but yeah, nah, you definitely gotta make some type of like just standing there and freezing is like a combination of like social anxiety and I don't know what the mm-hmm. fuck because yeah, that's that, that that's crazy. I couldn't imagine. Yeah, but it makes sense. Think, uh, makes sense. I think the the last takeaway I really have from these couple episodes is um now we have more of a direct goal. Like uh, one of the things in the last couple episodes was me going, what direction is the plot going to take? But now we know that Rudy's on the let's find our family. You know, that's the move. Let's find the families. 
uh, instead of like dealing with the things in the village, which will probably come up anyway, or everything else, like or getting home, it's finding our families is the number one priority. Um, and also like, and while they're doing it, they're still rebuilding the superhero's name. Like, we, I love to see how it was happening with like the apprentices fighting him, him giving away the statues. Uh, so at least we know we have a direction moving forward. Oh yeah, absolutely. It's all about finding the family. Here we go. And then, but then we, we got Good. two people. Um, I mean, we got like three different people on that same goal. Like we got Roxy, whose goal is, all right, I'm going to try and find Rudis's family, but also find Rudis. Obviously, Paul is finding the family. And now, but now she, Rudy, she doesn't even find Rudy. Yeah. If their paths cross, they, they cross, mm-hmm. which he said, yeah. So right now the goal is Zenith, Lilia, and uh, Aisha. And, you know, in conclusion, Elenice is really a free creek. She was like, you just Dog. gotta get used to it at this point. Nah. And she was like, bro. Yeah, bro, 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 she said, you gotta get used to it. It's crazy. She said, bro, I'm on a world tour and I will not be stopped. Look, I'm, look, you know me. I'm Can't all stop. for the, uh, Won't stop. Won't bad stop. boy, baby. I'm all for it, but I, I, I had to side with, I had to side with Roxy on that one. Cause like, bro, I'd be so sick if I came home from a long adventure or a long day. And I just, and wanted, just wanted to relax. In your I just want to relax and say. like, I just want to relax in my dorm. And then all, like you just you're out here filming a scene from Black. Like, come on, bro. Maybe, like, maybe you just want to go oh, sleep in your bed after a long day of school. But somehow yeah. you end up sleeping on the couch because you're a good friend. Yeah, but at least like somebody would send like a text notification or something. She literally walked in and was like, hmm, damn, that's crazy. Oh, I was throwing subs, JT. No, I know you were. Right, I know cool. you were. I was. I was. I was trying to help the uh, situation, but damn, that's kind of crazy. Um, <laughs> but I feel like that's going to be a funny running gag for the rest of the show. Is the uh, what's what's the, the icicle yeah, the ice, ice storm or some shit? Yeah, bro, <laughs> the ice storm shit is crazy. Bro, it's just time. her having to pay to fix the hotel. <laughs> like, just like I have no money left. And but she would like, be upset bro. about it. But like, bro, like, yeah, bro, not gonna lie, Rocky, this is on you. Bro. Oh, you can just come back on. later. Or maybe, maybe, maybe she gotta just put a maybe she gotta put a sock on the door or something. Bro, where's the other? Nah. Where's where's like the 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 the, the warrior guy at? Like the well, small... he's probably not rooming with them. Yeah, like because they're guess, all adults, like... they're probably just. I mean, yeah, I mean, yeah, they gonna have to get some room together. The male room guess, together. Get separate rooms, like everybody separate at that point. But she, I'm yeah. telling you, she will not be stopped. She definitely she won't, bro. There's women like that. I've seen women like that in in, th- in this age, and they they are certified thoughts. Bro, see, my only thought is now, like, what happens? Because we know what's gonna happen. Like, Roxy and her group's gonna find Rudy at some point. They're gonna meet up. What is he gonna do? Gonna when he meets her? Soon. But at some point, they will. Yeah. And what is Rudy gonna do when he meets her? That'll be bad. <laughs> but I, the thing about it is, I think he's gonna be tight because he's gonna be like, "Oh, she's easy," but she's gonna look at him like you're a child. So, like, she's not going to look at it any sort of way. Mind you, like, Rudy's going to be like, damn, like, this would have been my chance. So, See, I think all, it'll all be it one takes is Rudy will have to, he'll have to meet her when he's a little older. All it takes him saving her, though. If he, if they don't, all right, how about this? If he don't meet them, bro, she's they not, don't meet she's up by, like, 15. She's not doing 15. with an 11-year-old kid, bro. No, nah, but that's what I'm saying. Like, all right, you said, like, later time on. skips, right? Later, later on. on. Later 15? on, yeah. Later, much later on. Because you basically bro, an adult at 15 at that point. I'm seeing the freaking cover in Crunchyroll of season two. Yeah, bro, the season two shit. Yeah, I already know what you look like. Yeah. Yeah, my son, my son. <laughs> son looking like a young active. Paul. Well, he I mean, that's like his, it, it's his child, so yeah. Oh, thank you. Thank you, Justin. Do you look like your mom? <laughs> no, I look like yeah. my mom. 
right, <laughs> we know he wasn't gonna look like his mom, man. That don't make for good storytelling. Also, Ari did agree that Marcus Williams does kind of look like you. It's crazy. <laughs> Slander. Slander is wild. I don't understand. Yeah, and y'all talk, y'all enunciate everything the same way. Again, this is crazy. Well, I will enunciate it in L. And I don't know when was the he, last time I've seen y'all. He didn't play. Exactly. If he played, they wouldn't have lost. Yeah, you're absolutely right. They, they, We would have clapped the um, Washington's ones. <laughs> oh, hell yeah. Oh, boy. But I think that's it. That's it for the Anime Book Club. Oh, definitely. Uh, no We Weekly this week. We will get back at it next week when we're in the studio. Um, but, yeah, keep it locked. Like I said earlier, our big football show will be next week. Uh, we Weekly's back. Anime Book Club episodes 19, 20, 21 of Jobless Reincarnation. Seeing what else they got in store for this adventure. And uh, that's about it. Anybody got anything else? Pastor Wilson, out. <laughs> Nematodes are people, too. Indeed, they are. <laughs> All right. Catch y'all next week. I got ice in my veins. Walk like a champion, champion, champion. I'm so cold-blooded. I fear nobody. Ain't no letting down. I won't let you down. Cause I got ice in my veins. Talk like a champion, like a champion.